now it's time for the Fat Man Talking Podcast. Presenting to you from Cork, your host, Mr. Shane, the Fat Man Talking Duggan. Brendan, we are back after 20 minutes of technical difficulties to even get on this podcast. We're here for the people. What is going on, dude? I was going to apologize to people, but they won't have to relive that 20 minutes. They won't even know the bad audio quality, the jumping in and out, the disaster of internet. And now Brendan's on, on a mobile phone. So, you know, things mean business. And as well, because I'm a cheapskate, they tried to kick me off Zoom after 40 minutes. Then we had to cancel that Zoom call and make a new one. It's just been a whole ordeal. People are probably saying, yeah, you should have stayed with us. You wouldn't have to listen to us so long then. Air, do you know what? I, I feel like, you know, 43 minutes is, is, is the peak point of where people will lose interest. So w- once we go that long, we'll be fine. But like, we need that three minutes just in case, you know, there might be anything to discuss. Highly important stuff. I know, and I'm very conscious now that I don't have my little clicky mute button. Uh, oh, sorry if I sniff or anything. You need to be careful, man. I'm telling you, it's, it's dodgy stuff. Go on. It's been a few weeks since we've actually hopped on a podcast. So what's the news? Talk me through life of Brenda. What's new, dude? Oh, news. Um, you know me. Same old ding dong. Forever the most I interesting man I know. Even out previously that we left too much of a gap, but, you know, Shane was busy doing podcasts with other people and couldn't squeeze me into his busy schedule, so... This yeah, is untrue. I've actually not recorded a podcast in like two weeks. Fancy Dan guests. I, I've, I've become his bit in the side. Not at all. Not at all. It's actually funny though, because like the past few weeks, I just like, I, I didn't even like schedule anything. I was just like, I just can't do it. It's just like, I need two weeks off. Because it was like, go, go, go. Like between like fat chats and this, like I was literally doing from like before Christmas onwards, like two episodes a week. And I was like, you know what? I'm taking a little bit of a break, I'm chilling out. Now, now we're refreshed, we're good to go. And uh, yeah, I feel like it's going to be more positive for the podcast, if nothing else. All of the positivity. That's like Captain Positivity is what they used to call me. I'm all fine. You know, I feel like we're, we're just sounding dull as fuck. So let's just get down to it. I see at the weekend you ran 16 kilometers in a, in a nice long run. How was that? It was good. Uh, yeah, I haven't done a long run in a couple of weeks, and it was nice, nice weather. I was thinking, you know, just get out and go and do it. Bit of rugby on afterwards Saturday, so got up early and got out. A few issues after it, but right, we were there. It was nice to. It wasn't somewhere I do need to go either, and you know, I don't know if you ever happened to, you, but I had like the route in my head, so I'd know roughly how long I was going to go. And you know, you're thinking, all right, there's a bit of a hill there, and there's one specific place. I thought, oh, it's only, it's not that bad, you know, it's not that steep until I started running up it, where it just became, you know, like that episode of The Simpsons where Homer's climbing the mountain, he looks up and he keeps thinking he sees the peak, it keeps going. Yeah, that's exactly what it was like. And then I almost yeah, got tough. knocked down, and it was very awkward. There was a man who was walking on the wrong side of the road with his dog, so I went to run around him. At the same time, a jeep came around the corner, which was actually the cops. But then they were just like both staring at me. And I was just like, I don't know what you're staring at. That guy's on the wrong side of the road. 
And in mid-hill, I just thought, like, if I stop here now, that's it. I'm done. So I was lucky. I was lucky to get home in the end. Sounds like quite the ordeal, to be honest. And no, and that's never happened to me. I've, I've never gone on a long enough run that I've needed to plan my route or even have a route in my head. It's generally just run around the block or a field and then come home and die. So, like, for the most part, like, it's, it's never that much, much of an ordeal. And the worst part of it all was I... The one thing I always do before is check the forecast. You know, have to dress appropriately. And there was an unmerciful shower before I went, and there was forecast for pretty consistent, like heavy showers after that. So I thought I'll wear like I have a I bought like a rain. I don't know what you call it. It's a running jacket, but it's it's more suited for rain. In other words, when it's not raining, you sweat profusely in it. Like a sauna suit, so really. That. One of those waterproof yeah, it, ones. It's it's. It's not far off. It's great when it is raining, keeps it out, but it's not great for leaving moisture out. And typically enough, like 99% of the run was done in sunshine, getting quite warm. And I was sweating quite a lot to the point where, yeah, it wasn't nice. And then right at the end, a vicious hailstone shower. Like that was actually, it actually hurt. Like, and I wouldn't be, you know, it had rained a little bit before, it was getting a little bit cold. And then driving wind hailstone. And I just thought, ah, what more can I want? This is this is what I signed up for. It's tough, but I mean, at least you got that cool little graphic off your garment that I saw on your Instagram, which I just love. I love following the little route oh, around. Man, I'm like, I, oh, where's he going to go next? Where's the next turn? Like, I don't know how you're not spelling out funny words with that all the time. Because I'd be running around the field just doing some mad route to spell out, you know, penis or something you know something funny uh yeah i suppose it could i've seen i've seen people do that with um like strava and not my run and stuff did, I guy did that for uh for charity during the first lockdown i'm pretty sure where he just ran loads of different 10 kilometer routes to spell out penis and i just thought that's creative and he made like 10 grand for charity i'm fairly sure i just thought what a win that is that is fantastic yeah, good no, effort. I, to be honest i never thought about it i just i was recommended the app it's called relive relive I say relive. Um, it's really good for anyone that hasn't seen it. It's like if anyone's familiar with say like the Tour de France before they do stages, they do these cool like flybys of where they're gonna go. It's it's like that. It picks up the GPS data from your run and makes a little live map graphic. It's great. Like it's just it's so entertaining. It comes up even after I go for short runs. The thing comes up my phone says like, would you like to make one? I don't really. But I still watch it anyway. I mean, it's got to be done, hands down. I, I agree with it wholeheartedly. Tech, this technology crack is amazing. It actually, do you know what? It, it makes it a bit funner, though. Uh, do you know? Like, it's the same way my Apple Watch always calls me lazy. And I just think, oh, Apple Watch. Oh, thank you. You're so nice. <laughs> giving me these fun. Like, you know, today I was sitting at work and I had, like, back-to-back calls. Like, I was super busy for, like, three hours straight. And every hour, my watch is just like, oh, it's time to stand up, Shane, you lazy prick. And I'm like, all right. And then... You know what? It, it, it sent me a message about three o'clock going, don't give up. You can still do some exercise today. And I just thought, you rude prick. Like, how dare you? It's, it's really honestly, it, it hurts my feelings a lot. But at the same time, it, I think it's meant to be motivating. And I could turn it off. But then I think, you know, maybe sometimes I need that kick in the arse to just say, oh, maybe you should be moving. Maybe you need to stand up this hour, Shane. So, yeah, I, I keep this is, this is This is going to segue nicely into our topic for this week of if 
Are you motivated if you need a watch to tell you to get up? I mean, is that is that is that is that a genuine kick in the ass? Is that not just an absolute? I don't know. I'm trying to think of a way to put this. I don't know. You know what it is though. It's sometimes you just like, especially me. I say you. It's it's probably just me, but like sometimes I can go hours where I just am genuinely very busy, like especially in work, where I'll get up for like tea, hands down. But like, will I get up and do a few squats or like walk out to the back garden for some fresh air? Generally, no. It's generally just for caffeine. So it's uh, it's sheer laziness. Do people get up in the middle of work and do squats? Yeah, man. That I have seen many many a book and professional recommend this to you know get the brain focused. But uh, I I don't personally partake all that often. I do sometimes, but probably probably those are the hours where I'm I'm listening to Joe Rogan and I'm not really arsed doing anything so that's when i'm like oh get up and do a few squats you know? i'm finding this quite amusing to think that like if i was your able to see your camera now as you are now during your work day you randomly just end up after an hour start dropping some squats that'd be pretty funny oh man all the time especially like sometimes i'll be just walking around the room while i'm on calls with customers and just be chatting away and uh yeah doing my few oh, squats phone, and then phone they... walking is the thing that's um, I, I don't know anyone that doesn't do that if, when, you're on, when i'm on a phone call i'd say my steps can go up by 5,000 a day just in the one room, just going back and forth, looking at the window, moving around. I don't know. It's just some kind of a weird tick people have or knack people have. It's got to be done, man. And it's really all, you know, like today, though, the problem is I, I was on a call and I wasn't like someone rang me back. I called them and they rang me back and I was like, all right, cool. I'll take the call. But I didn't know who they were. So I was trying to figure out who it was because oh it was like a client, but it was their number. And so I'm like trying to like tease out who they are. And eventually I was just like, look, I have no idea who this is. What's your name? And uh, I'll get you up on the system. This will be fine. And so it's going fine. And next thing I um, I just was getting all distracted because I, I stubbed my toe middle of the call. Now, it's my, my fault for, you know, being barefoot. But, you know, we have to kind of like hold back. And I was like holding back all of the anger while I quickly went to my phone and muted myself. But uh, yeah, it, it wasn't the best. So uh, the, the phone walk-in might need to take a rest this week. We'll that's, have to see. That's, that's, uh, ringing somebody back with, or, or taking a call on one who is is absolutely reckless. Like I, I, I sometimes look at my phone and see people's names ringing and still don't answer it. Never mind that if it's a number I don't have saved, I, I will always let it ring out and then Google the number straight after and then probably ring them back. I just See, don't, it's on the, I don't it's, like, it's on the work phone, so it's fine. Like it just comes up on the computer, and I'm like, "All right, answer." So I'm like, "I know I called them because no one else has my work number except people I've called." So it's fine. So I knew it was someone to do with something to do at work, but I just wasn't sure who it was because I'd rang like fifty know, people in the last hour. Uh, I need to mentally prepare myself for conversations with people. Yeah, man, it, it's tough. So anyway, yeah, so that that call went great, though. Thank God. So that's been my oh, take. Um, okay, that's that's so everyone's to know. I'm wearing, wearing shoes since, but uh, it's all good. Not going to lie. It's fine. I, I'm getting by. I feel like I, I'm just I'm just down to just go through a, a week of pain. Like uh, at the weekend, I threw out my back. I uh, turned 27 and apparently you just start throwing out your back. So that was fun. Now, it wasn't too bad. It was you know, a few hours of pain and it was all good. I'm afraid to ask what you were doing when you did that. Funny enough, I was watching Netflix. It, it wasn't great. Uh, not going to lie. Also, chill. I actually have a funny story for you. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> great disgrace will carry on brendan i actually oh, what, very awkward now what preempted this injury though i fell over in a cafe like proper tripped and fell on my fat ass 
Uh, it was really, really quite funny. Uh, I, I hope Weird. I'm not, I'm not going to say in case you try contact them for the CCTV. But Absolutely. So I, I went in to get my coffee and they had, you know, one of those like um, kind of the things they have in the airport, you know, with the ropes in between the, the poles, like to kind of create a, a bit of a line. And so I just I'm really shit spatial awareness. So I, I misjudged completely where uh, it was and I just tripped completely over it and fell onto the floor and obviously because it's COVID there's only like three people allowed in a cafe at any one time pretty much so there was like the staff behind the counter which is like two people the manager of the cafe was off to the right talking to someone I think I don't know I assume some kind of a business thing and then there was one other customer there and everyone was just staring and I just had to pop back up and I was like I'm all good I'm all good it's fine it's fine don't worry I was I was in bits so then I had to wait for my brownie and my hot or what did I, I got a flat white not a hot chocolate and uh, yeah I left it was a disaster to say the least but then so my back was a little sore then and then so literally just like all movement was absolutely killing me and then yesterday I just went on a simple walk with the dog I thought this is going to be fine I was like locked up afterwards in absolute bits and I thought is this just me not exercising for pretty much like two weeks or what but yeah I'm goose man so it's uh, between stubbing the toe and the back now. I'm like proper old man, just walking around like the fucking hunchback. It's a disaster. I, that, that's made me so unnecessarily happy. Yeah, uh, it I, probably I, is. I don't know. I, 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 I'm pretty sure it's nothing to do with being 27. Or like, if if, if you were the older, fatter shade, I might say yeah, it's probably got something to do with it. But I don't know. Maybe it is something to do with. No. Maybe it's just you're just a big bitch. And oh, big bitch, hands down. Has to be it. <laughs> big booty bitch. That's, I, that's me. I just, I, I, I know we've, we've spoken about your trip uh, when we worked together before, and I relive that memory sometimes when I'm in need of a laugh. So now that I, oh god, I'd love, I'd love to have seen this. I'd love to have some. I just don't know how I get myself into these situations. I was actually it's I was talking to... over nothing, like oh yeah, just, just, just literally just air. Just air. But like, even like, I was only thinking about it where I was talking to someone on Friday and um, I, I was just thinking about like, you know, just stupid shit that happens to me. Uh, did I ever tell you about, um, I probably did, where I I went to get a Burger King at like, it was like the first lockdown. I went to get a Burger King at like half 10. And so the hours for Burger King online said 11 o'clock. So I was like, all right, I'm not, I'm not usually a Burger King guy, but I was like, you know what, I'm going to go get a Burger King. Oh, and so anyway, uh, I went up to the door and there was it was locked so I was like oh they must be closed and then next thing your man came up and opened the door and walked back behind the counter so I'm like all right perfect and it's the start of COVID so you're not really sure you know what was going on all the rest and so I'm walking there and he just like randomly starts screaming at me like from the back of the kitchen what's the number what's the number and I was like I don't have a number like what's going on so I'm standing there anyway just want to order my burger and I realize he thinks I'm a delivery driver uh, because I'm wearing like the same green as all the delivery guys jackets and so he's let me into the shop, even though they're closed, on the pretense that I'm collecting a delivery oh. order, but I'm in to get food. So then I was like, no, no, I'm not a driver. I just want food. And he was like, but we're closed. Why are you here? And I was like, you let me in. And so I'm standing there. I'm like, what the fuck am I meant to do? So anyway, um, cut, cut, cut a long story short. Uh, I made him make me food and I left. And uh, then it was quite funny. So yeah, another uh, stupid thing about me, but I didn't fall over that time. But I was just thinking about that the other day and I cracking myself up, not going to lie. I just thought, what what a time to be alive. You should have, um, you should just give me a random number. 13 is always a good step. How, how many digits is a delivery like, 
order number. I don't know why I've never got delivery. I'm too cheap. Like I, I can't, I can't, I can't hack how much like people are so like hooked on getting that stuff that and Uber Eats and just eating all these things and sometimes I get really lazy and I think you know what I might just order like and we, we've talked about this the food freshness and all that like that's my main disagreement with getting things delivered I'd rather be in control of how quickly it gets to me and control the freshness but having said that also like my food that's usually like 20 euro suddenly jumps up to like 35 quid and I'm like what is going on? Like, what justifies this extra eight or nine euro delivery fee plus God knows what else, the tip they expect at the door? Like, it, it just gets, it's too much money, Brennan, for a take. I feel like you're, I feel like you're grossly exaggerating both delivery fee no. and any form of tipping. You're, you're eight euros. So for Rooster's Peri Peri uh, in Douglas, uh, my well, order usually comes to, I know you hate the place, but my order usually comes to like, I think it's something like 20 euro and 50 cents, something like that, there, thereabouts. And I usually drive out there to get it. Uh, versus on delivery, it's like, in fairness, 28.50 or something like that. And then when the guy comes to the door, I ordered it once when I thought I had COVID and I didn't want to leave the house. And then when the guy comes to the door, he then like expects a tip and kind of gives you a, a dirty look. And you're like, you know, I don't know how much you're meant to tip those guys, but it, it was extremely you're awkward. You're not. Well, he seemed to think I should anyway. It was, it was very awkward because I didn't have cash. So I was like, okay, thank you. Uh, leave the food there and I will, because I, I had to stay back from the door. So I was like, goodbye now. Um, yeah, it was a whole thing. So yeah, I'm not a fan of those services anyway to, to give explanation to, I don't know how I got here, but let's get down to business because I'm after taking us off on a tangent as always. I'm sorry, listeners. Uh, that's my story of me falling over and injuries and all the rest. Uh, what are we talking about today, Brendan? Because I've forgotten. Talking about you, Shane. We're talking are we about talking you. about me? Because we're following on from your post earlier about ah. your, what would you call it? Minor indiscretion of my... Minor indiscretion, that's a good way to put it. Uh, I feel like that's it. Like, to give context. So, obviously, like, May to Christmas, I was, like, doing fairly class weekly results weight was dropping down i'm i'm fairly fairly class like not gonna lie just just all props to myself doing amazing and then christmas came and christmas actually wasn't that bad i I was pretty good over christmas for the most part i still ate loads of nice food i enjoyed myself that was fine uh up a little bit of weight and then it just kind of went week on week where i was like okay this is the week i'm gonna sort things this is the week i'm gonna sort things you know you'd have a week where you go up you have a week where you go down next thing i know it's march and I'm like, okay, uh, this has not gone to plan. I'm still up a little bit of weight. And I was kind of like thinking, all right, what am I doing wrong here? So to give context to the post, I basically said, you know, um, along the lines of, look, if you do the, the small things consistently well over a few weeks, the results are great. If you do, if you kind of let those things go for a few weeks, the results tend to be shit. Uh, and my attitude on it now, to give perspective, okay, I spent the last like, what's it been two and a half months since january is, is that about right is my maths there two and a half months yeah it's mid-march so two and a half months i've basically been saying okay like this is the week i'm going to go on a six week plan i'm going to do six amazing weeks and then you know things are going to tip back down where whatever amount of kilos i'm up is going to be going to be back to normal and then we'll start going like proper again and so i kept kind of doing that and the problem would be i'd have like a mediocre week and then i'd kind of go ah nothing's happening and then i throw away two or three days and then i'd be back on it and i just don't take my own advice so now 
I'm taking the attitude of I'm just focusing on the day ahead. So like yesterday I woke up and I was like, all right, what are the things I want to do today? I'm going to hit this many calories. I'm going to go for a walk. I'm going to do a home workout, whatever it might be. And I'm just going to eat decent lunch. I'm not going to go too crazy. And then that's, that's one day one as I see it. And then today, much the same, just aiming to do today well. So, you know, I, I had my nice um, lunch, which I posted today. It was a nice burrito bowl. And then I'm having tacos. It's a nice Mexican team day. I'm having tacos for, for dinner. And um, yeah, and outside of that, I'm doing my exercise. I'm on top of things. I'm drinking plenty of water. And look, I'm just doing small things. Like if I eat early in the morning, I tend to just get more hungry throughout the day. Versus if I just like hold off to like lunchtime and have a big lunch, generally I'm good till dinner. And then I'll usually have a snack in the evening. And, you know, we've talked about snacks on the podcast. But um, that's kind of my attitude. So uh, does, does that give enough context to the to the scenario? I feel like it does. I think it does, yeah. I think it's worth people listening to. Because I suppose a lot of the time we come on something like swear me saying, oh, you know, things are great and we're flying and the last year has been great and all that. But so it's, it's not inevitable, but it's, I suppose, what happens to a lot of people. But like what I'd say is kind of funny about it is you don't really notice it happening. Like throughout all those weeks, I was still, you know, the odd day hitting 10,000 steps, uh, the odd day hitting the right calories. Like, but the problem was it was the odd day. And I kind of, I was trying to map that when we were talking about this this afternoon, when I was like, all right, we'll discuss something along these lines. And obviously we keep these things quite loose in terms of what we're going to talk about. But like, I was just thinking about it. I always kind of... People will be shocked to know that. I know, shocked beyond belief. But I always focus in on the idea of like, you know, I like set myself a goal of like, you know, a month's time or six weeks time. It always tends to be six weeks. I think that's just down to whenever I was like on a gym plan or like with anyone, it would tend to be like six weeks and then you re-sign up or whatever. And so I have that in my head. And the problem is like, you think of it as like nearly six milestones. You have like week one, two, all the way to six, Mm -hmm. great stuff. But the problem is within those, like you have so many different things going on. And so like when I'm actually thinking of six weeks, I'm better to think of it as, okay, 42 days there, 42 days that I can win. And to say, if you take that 42 day period, which is still the same amount of time, but say if 38 of those days are just absolutely, I just own those days. I do absolutely great. Hit all the deliverables I want to hit. That's a pretty good average. Then if you have two mediocre days, maybe I'm a little bit over my calories. Maybe I miss a workout, you know, something small. That's minor indiscretion. It's not a big deal. And then say you have two bad days. Like if you look at that over the course of six weeks, you're still going to be well progressing towards your your overall goal. Versus if you do like week one really well, but then you do the dog at the weekend for say a day, a day and a half, most people will go, all right, it's written off. I've ruined the week. And then it's like, I might just take two or three days versus if you, if it's just a day out of 42 days, you know, you're going to think, okay, but if this is the only day that I mess up and I own the next day, like straight off reset and I go, all right, tomorrow's going to be better. And I do tomorrow better. Like you're automatically back on track. There's no pissing around. There's no messing around with it. It's just straight off. All right, we're back to business. And so that's kind of the attitude I'm taking at the moment where it's not overwhelming myself with this big, long, hefty goal that's six weeks away. I'm just saying, okay, when I wake up in the morning, I'm going to hit the deliverables I need to hit. I kind of have them roughly mapped out for the week. I know what I'm going to be eating. I know what I'm going to be doing in terms of how many workouts I want to get in or how many walks I want to get in. And then, you know, it's, it's fairly, I don't know, the way I see it is 
it's a bit more concise instead of getting overwhelmed with this big picture i'm just kind of focusing on okay i need to do 12 hours good i can do 12 hours good then i go to bed reset up the next day happy days right makes sense <laughs> no it does uh but do you find that you still have to make that much of an effort to change like obviously from before your mindset would be totally different but do you still find that you have to make that much of an effort to change like those small things to not leave everything derailed does that make sense yeah it does i mean what's the best way to put it like i think like when i'm focused when i'm when i'm like have a goal in mind or when you know when i'm kind of like on the ball it's great and i'm on the ball there's there's no issues but the problem is i can get quite complacent so like i know it sounds a bit silly but like say all right i'm at say if i'm eating however many calories in a day and i'm just within that range but i fancy something at nine o'clock and that's going to tip me 300 calories over i'll do that fair enough and in the scheme of things that isn't that bad it might decrease my deficit it might put me into you know you know a little bit of a surplus whatever it might be but then the problem is I get inside my own head a little bit and then the next day I think okay I need to undo that so sometimes I'll try undo that then by a few you know if it's 100 calories less than what I usually am and then I get hungry and I kind of do it again so like the problem is you're looking for something yeah exactly so like the problem is it's kind of like it's overthinking things instead of just going okay that day is done tomorrow is going to be the way it was planned and so I suppose like if you're looking at things from the perspective of the last few months like i'm definitely murder for when i start to get burnt out like these are the things that fall off and that's the problem like i was saying this at the start of the podcast like i, I was recording a crazy minute podcast the last few weeks work's been up the walls it's just been absolutely like just crazy busy days where look i'm still only working the same amount of hours in the day it's just it's more tasking on your brain you're a bit more tired when you finish up and you know look man i'm gonna call a spade a spade here this lockdown crack is doing my nut like i can't hack it anymore i need it then soon it's really i know like i want to keep things positive i hate covid talk for the most part on the podcast it's a bit endless like everyone knows the reality of it everyone knows it's there but like if i'm going to call a spade a spade here like this one like since christmas to now has been the most tasking for me in terms of like wanting to be out like i think if the gyms were open if i had some kind of outlets it'd be fine but like being stuck within the five kilometers like not being able to do a whole lot not being able to see a lot of people and then just everything else being busy my focus just hasn't been there like and like i'll just own up to that i'll just say it like like was my goal for the most part in the past few weeks weight loss fat loss fitness no man it was like maintenance combined with you know just pissing around and like that's all it was that's an interesting way to look at it. It just shows, I suppose it does have a lot to do with it. The, the endless lockdown, like we're slowly finding out. I mean, it's funny that, and I know people that have, and people that did and whatever, but say this time last year when they were talking about like these, what were they saying, like, you know, flattening the curve, these two-week, you know, lockdown breakers and all this and, people had to come out then and said obviously nobody knew what way it was going to pan out but people came out and said like oh this is the start of it now we're going to be here in 12 months time and people literally laugh in their faces and call them crackpots and you know conspiracy theorists and all that not that they were right 
well, they were right in hindsight, but maybe not for the right reason. But it has just got to that point for a lot of people where even now, like, you know, it was starting at Christmas and saying we're going to get, you know, to the whatever date in March it was or April, and then the UK got a date for, like, opening back up or you know, easing restrictions. Then we were, we're still putting it off. People are slowly kind of starting to doubt how effective it's been governed, I think, especially since then we got all these fairly, you know, not guaranteed numbers, but to say, you know, after Christmas, right, this is the plan now, we, you know, this, this, and this, and then by this date, everything will be at this point, and slowly but surely, even the last few weeks, everything has come with a bit of a caveat now of, oh, we know we said that, but only if certain things were going this way, and then you hear about, say, great, all like, oh, a lot of older people and more vulnerable people, nursing homes, etc., vaccinated, and they were one, like, area of concern out of the way, and then obviously issues with vaccines and getting them and now vaccines having after effects and all that but like the reason I just haven't even bothered with it I'm just carrying on as normal is because I still can't even see where this is going to go into talk about doom and gloom for people like what will be still rolling around in some form of this shit till the end of the summer so it's like a case of I was hoping I'd be wrong and that come like this time, Paddy's day afterwards, all that kind of crack, we'd be getting back to some bit of normality. Uh, no, it's only but surely realised, might as well just keep going the way we're going and, I don't know, try and find a way of resetting in your own head, really. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, look, that's, it's kind of the way it's going. And obviously, look, people don't want to be hearing this stuff. They hear it from the news. They hear it from the radio. They hear it all around. Probably every conversation they have with people, it comes up. And it's like, no one really wants to be talking about it. So we won't focus on that side of things too much. But I suppose to tie it in with what we're talking about today, like the issue is when you have all these external factors going on and say you have someone like me who just, I don't know, gets a little bit burnt out, gets a little bit sick of it, like, we've been doing this podcast for months now. And like the one thing I'd say is the things I know to do consistently well is if you track your calories, if you move a bit more, do your workouts and actually are committed to those things, you'll see the results. But like at times, sometimes you can overcomplicate it. Sometimes you can act like it. there's more to it than that. And even like sometimes you're just susceptible to the crap you know is crap. Like the past few weeks, man, like I've tried to do a reset however many times. And like the truth is like it wasn't the right time to do it. I wasn't committed to it. I didn't plan it out enough. And I probably overwhelmed myself with the idea of, okay, I need to do so much perfect. I need to do this many weeks perfect. Like, you know, there was a, there was a stage where I was like, oh, maybe I'll go off all sweets. That'll help. Now that's that extra calories that's really doing me in. And I'm like, I know that's stupid. And then next thing, you know, I, I come across some stupid article about friggin', you know, I look, I'm, I, this didn't happen, but say hypothetically, I'm someone who, who goes across, you know, some article about veganism or carnivore or whatever it might be. And then you fall down that rabbit hole. And the problem is like, you're looking for these quick fixes or you're looking for like, I don't know, to have to commit to a six week long term plan. And like, really, like I should just be focused on, okay, maybe the next meal needs to be better. Maybe the next day just needs to be in control. And, you know, maybe after three or four days, we're going to see like not even results in terms of the scale, but like I went through so many like days, of, like say if you take portions of the past few weeks where I was feeling like crap because I was eating like crap. 
my energy was down. Then my sleep was mm-hmm. affected. Then I was more tired. Then I was more grumpy. Then I was harder to deal with, with the people around me. And so like all these factors coming in, combine that with being busy with everything else going on. It's a recipe for disaster. So like for me to sit down and just say, okay, I don't need to worry about the next few weeks. Let's just focus on today. It's simplifying things to the point of, look, if today goes badly, there's always tomorrow. But at the same time, if I can on average do so many days as good days and own those days, a few weeks down the line, I'm going to be back in back in tune with things and kind of, you know, heading in the right direction again. And I think that's what mm-hmm. the overall aim is for me. Uh, and that's not going to be for everyone. But like, that's the way I need to do it. Like, I can't do like I can't do 42 days. I need to do one day at a time. That day has to be good. And then I'll worry about the next day after that. Yeah, that's like you said it's, it's pretty much whatever going to work for you but do you not find it because i suppose a lot of people will be in the same boat potentially of did, did you find it weird even thinking to yourself right i've been here before i've done a lot of the hard work already and you're like just say the example like you're saying i'm sweet you had it like just because you're looking for something to, to fall back on and think right where do i start you're you're thinking that as a thought right if i give up sweets at the same time in your head, you probably know that doesn't work. If that is going to make me worse, but you're still justifying it to yourself saying, I need to start somewhere. And even though you've done it all before, and when you look at where you were to where you are now, it's such a huge difference. It's still, that just goes to show how important it is for people to, like just, just the mental aspect of it. Like, you know, physically that doesn't work. It's not going to work, but you still thought, I might try this, that might work. I think it's kind of like ingrained a little bit where when you have so many years of crash dieting, when you have so many years of like just wanting the extreme approach, even if you have all the information, even if you know all the right stuff to do, the problem is you kind of want instant gratification. Like you kind of want, like, imagine this, if I go off sweets for a week and I drop down two and a half kilos, I'm going to feel fantastic. I'm going to be pumped. I'm going to be motivated. I'm going to be thinking this is class. This is working for me. But what happens if I have a, a cream egg? Does that suddenly, does that take me off plan? And it's all, it's all the stuff we've been talking about for weeks. And it's like, I can say it logically in my head and I can recommend it to people because I know it works. And the truth is, if you build those things into your diet, if you enjoy those things as part of your daily life, it's going to be great. And going off them like hardcore for six weeks, you're going to find yourself in the same place six weeks time. Maybe not weight wise, maybe not, you know, fitness wise, but, you know, in terms of like your attitude towards it, it's going to be very, very similar. And so the problem was when I'm battling this stuff the past few weeks and I'm thinking, what am I going to do? What's going to be the big overhaul? When do I start? How do I start? Like it never kind of sat with me to just think, okay, maybe the next meal needs to be better. Maybe mm-hmm. I just literally need to have a day where I'm genuinely tracking every single calorie going into my gob. Like maybe I actually just need to go for a walk. And like, you know, it, it sounds so stupid, but once you're out in the fresh air and you're moving around, like you're kind of less inclined to really want the crap food. And the same way when you're eating good food and you're actually like feeling a bit energetic, you've had a good sleep, you know, all around, there's all these different factors that come into play that make you feel great. And you realize, oh, this is why I want to be healthy. Like, because I can move around. I have energy. I'm feeling good. Like it's, it's nothing to do with weight on a scale. Like that's a factor and that comes into it. But like when your clothes are fitting good and when you're able to go out and move around and when you're not sweating bricks, when you have to walk from your car to the shopping center to do the shopping and things aren't labored, like suddenly you're like, you know, these are the small little wins in the day. And like, that's what you're kind of aiming for. 
But when you're in a shit place and you've been in that shit place for six weeks, you're kind of more inclined to go, oh, let's go extreme and then we can taper it back afterwards. That's the problem. Yeah, it's it's that mental bridge, I think, of trying to re- remind yourself that it's not so drastic. Like that having that creaming doesn't mean you have to go up the attic and break out the old fat jeans again because, oh, it's inevitable. I've had a cream egg now and you know it's, it's all over we're starting again but it's not like it's and you said it would I suppose when you look at it when, when you get to that point it's where kind of stopping and like I just call it zooming out zoom out of it and look, you know if you're looking at something so closely that you're down to those margins of well maybe maybe stopping sweets will start again or whatever but you just zoom out of it think think about where you've you know, the last 12 months of how well it's gone, but you're only looking at the last week or the last month, or like you said, since Christmas, and thinking, oh, it's not gone great. That's only a small portion of the last year where it ultimately has gone well. And once you zoom out and realise it, and then I suppose, does it does it matter if it goes on for another month where you're not really motivated for something? No, it doesn't. Does it make a difference if it goes on for another 12 months? Possibly. Then you might start getting into dangerous territory again, but that's not likely to happen. Especially when you said you know, you know, you know what's right, you know what's wrong. It's just a case of getting back to that point. And yeah, you're right. With the scales, like we, we've always said from the start of this thing, the scales is just a number, and it is just a number. It means fuck all. Like literally, it it doesn't matter. It's a great indicator for people, blah blah. But in the same way that it just it's how you feel. Like there's no. You could be you could be the world's most regimental person and you know stick to a calorie deficit to the exact number every day and get ten thousand steps a day and do this thing at the weekend or train or whatever it may be and you could be miserable you might be fit you might be healthy but you'll be miserable like I don't know why would anybody want that maybe there is people maybe that's just the way people some people want to live but like what is your happiness scalable as in weighing scalable no it's not maybe it'll affect you for a day when you get up on it maybe it won't but ultimately you just have to do whatever is necessary at the time in the yeah, long run it won't it won't make a difference i Everyone think that's a big factor one. and like w- one other thing i'd kind of say as well to to just kind of like i suppose go in line with that is like the thing I've always said with the scale with people is it's a measurement and that's great. But like if your relationship with that scale isn't working for you, it might be a time to take a step back. And like what I've been doing, like say for the first six months there, thereabouts, I weighed myself every day and it's because it was benefiting me in terms of, okay, I know I'm on track. I know I'm weighing myself at the same time every day. And it was just a good indication to me that, you know, I could, I could look back in the day before and go, I know I had a high carb meal. That's why the scale is up. I know, you know, all these, all these things, and you're able to get really into the data of it. And you're able to kind of figure out, look, when I eat this, I know things are going to be slightly up, but the next day they're going to be, they're going to be right. And it's nothing to do with fat gain. It's an extra bit of water or whatever else in the system. And you get good at that. But the problem is when the majority of your days are pretty average, and then another few are bad, and there's only really one good day in a week, when you're on that scale and you're seeing slowly tipping up and it's not really ever falling back down, you get a bit demotivated. And so the problem is like when, when it's something like me, and I, I know it's wrong to do it, but like I've had a few days in the past few weeks where I'll hop on that scale and I'll go, okay, we're only up this much, that's fine. 
let's focus on the next two days. And next thing, the next two days will go when things don't actually move all that much. It's two days. It's not a massive amount of time. You're not just going to like put it this way. Look at a pound of butter. Like genuinely, like look at that and say, like losing a pound in two days is pretty damn good. Like versus if you look at a pound on a scale, you kind of think, oh, that's fucking, that's the shit. That's so crap. I, a few weeks ago, I would have lost a kilo in that time. And so the problem is you kind of get a bit demotivated and then you just say, oh, you know, you push the effort button. You say, am I going to bother? No, nah, I'm not. I'm going to, I'm going to reset this to next week. I'll do it next week. I'll do it when I feel like it. And like, man, that's just the way it goes. And like, the problem is like, when you have a, like, I feel like I have a bit of accountability when I have this podcast, I have my Instagram and like, I have a little bit of, I'm really proud of the progress I've made in the past year. I'm really happy with it. And I don't really want to undo that. But like, I was just being stupid. And I, I'm just going to call a spade a spade. I've spent a few weeks being absolutely stupid. I'm burning myself out, like burn the candle at both ends where I'm super busy in work. Then I'm super busy outside of work. I'm not prioritizing the actual important stuff, like getting out for a walk, eating healthy, Next thing I'm staying up late watching Netflix. Next thing I'm wrecked tired. Next thing I'm sleeping until one of the day in, you know, on a Saturday. And it all kind of turns into just a big mess. And so like for me to clear through that noise, I literally had to go, okay. Well, it's, it's not about, oh, I'm going to start Monday, but it's about, okay, whatever day tomorrow is, whether it's a Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday, whatever it is. Okay, tomorrow's going to be good. So I'm going to get up in the morning. And like for me, doing my stretches in the morning kind of just gets me started for the day. Doing my stretches, perfect cup of coffee great half an hour of a podcast or an audiobook brain is good to go for the day and then do whatever else there has to be done the whole day doesn't have to be focused around weight loss fat loss or anything else but if you start the day off right and you have your aims for that day sorted it's not going to be that overwhelming to think okay i have to walk three kilometers or i have to you know do a small home workout or i have to cook two good meals today and you know maybe i'll buy a ready-made meal for the third one so i kind of don't have to worry about it or maybe i'll just have something really simple like a bowl of porridge and suddenly you're like, oh, that day was class. Wake up the next day, you slept better and it gets a bit easier and it gets a bit easier. And if you kind of like lay those steady foundations on top of each other and on average, you're doing great. When you have that one bad day, you're, you're going to bounce back pretty quick. And that's what, that's what happened. Like if you if, say, if you look back to October, if I had a bad day, I'd bounce back pretty quick because on average, all the other days were good versus the past few weeks. It's not been like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it is. And it is about averages. Like we've said on loads before, like it's about the consistency of it. So that one or two good or bad days don't make so much of a difference that you're dwelling on it. And that's not even averages. It's funny what you said there about not wanting to undo the work because, and I've even changed that slightly in my own head. Not more recently, but I suppose it's over time. I would never before, even after like seasons, but the way whatever you get better, friend, I would never have looked at it in a way of the choice I'm making in terms of the bigger picture. You know, where, where you're saying is we're looking at the small, you're looking at the smaller picture to change. I would have never caught the other way around of thinking, if I do this, how does it affect the bigger picture? Once not at all. Two or three times, probably not at all. Ten or eleven times, yeah. Eventually, it's going out. Like so, it's like that. It's that average of not. I suppose well, I don't know what the message, but kind of not compounding yourself into a place where you're going. Oh no, can't do that anymore now because I've done it three times already. Or 
five times already or I need to stop doing this because or I haven't done this in so long or I haven't hit this many steps and like you're not it's, it's only in your own it's only competing against yourself in your own head because nobody else gives a shit anyway for a stare like everyone else is just kind of like look I'm sure like even over the last you say in over the last few weeks where you just couldn't be bothered there's nobody saying like oh you have to do that now or on the flip side there's nobody saying like, oh no, you know, do whatever, do whatever you want, fuck it all away, throw it in the bin. Like they're, they're obviously people treat you as they know how you reacted to things, but nobody goes from one extreme to the other. Whereas in your head, it's probably doing that exact thing. They're probably thinking like, oh fuck it, not nah, gone, forget it. I'll, I'll, like you said, wait till next week. And on the flip side, then you go through a couple of good days and think this is great, but just still allow that one other day or the next day of, of whatever might have happened to, to take it down. But it's just, I suppose, once you, I suppose, like, like for everyone, once you have it in your own head and you know, then everything else doesn't really matter, whether it takes, it, okay, yeah, it might take an extra couple of weeks longer to get wherever you want to go. Maybe you don't even have a goal anymore. Maybe people don't even, maybe people have got to the point where they didn't think this whole situation was going to go on for 12 plus months and they thought oh for a couple of months coming up to the summer I'll, I'll do this and they had goals in place and all of a sudden they hit those goals and think right and then you know maybe add it on some but i'd say a lot of people will get to the point where they don't even have goals anymore and to be honest i'm kind of in that board at the moment where i don't know what's next is there a next is there something else i want to try is there something else i want to do got beyond the point of having like measurables not i don't mean you know scale wise just in anything now it's a case of probably having to sit down and go all right what next and i think maybe a lot of people at that point be it good or bad or might be worth those inner dialogue conversations to say what they really want to do like what's next i i think that's a big factor like people like there's, there's some people who are motivated by an event there's some people motivated by a weight on a scale like those are all fair enough things that might push you towards your goals and that's great but like if sometimes like i I always kind of frame it in the idea of like you know we all have that friend who's like really fit and has just always been running since we're like teenagers and like oh. they're always just keeping that kind of fairly peak fitness they're in good nick and it's just built into their days and their weeks without without even like much effort because it's just what they enjoy and i'm like i don't think like that person probably is maybe it's an event they're training for maybe it's just it's just the thing that maybe gives them a bit of relief in the middle of the week where they can go for a few runs and be happy but like i don't think that person is sitting there going okay i need the next goal i need the next goal i need the next goal and like the way i kind of frame it in my head is like yeah i have a few goals i want to tick off between now and then but like same way you're kind of like the last few weeks just cruising along you're hitting the same deliverables you're you know you're increasing the length of your runs you're doing small things that are making you happy but like are you accountable to like you know the size of your jeans or you know the weight and the scale you're not man you're, you're just kind of turning into that person you're kind of owning that persona of just someone who enjoys exercising who is on top of their nutrition and it's it's probably a healthier way to be and like i feel like that's what people need to realize like sometimes it's all right to just you know have that be the goal like just to just to have that stuff that you enjoy and like to actually do the stuff that you're going to enjoy like if the training you're doing is miserable for the next six weeks 12 weeks whatever it might be bin that off do something you actually like like genuinely i don't care if it takes longer 
I don't care if it's like, you know, whatever, if people think it's silly, like whether you want to go off and do fucking Zumba for the next six weeks, if that's what's going to make you happy, like mad, crack on. Mad for the Zumba. You're mad for that Zumba. I'm telling you, man, it's just the best. It's the best. But yeah, look, that's what I'd say. So look, I mean, to put it in perspective for people, it's very easy to hide behind, you know, like podcasts or motivation or Instagram posts and kind of act like everything's fine. But like, it's also like, if you need to look in the mirror and go, okay, like, what am I doing wrong the past few weeks? And like, the one thing I'll say is I wasn't consistently thinking I was doing that badly. Like I actually thought I was doing great and that there was something wrong. So like, that's why these overhauls come into my head of like, oh, I need to do this extreme thing because this one part of my life is probably where it's going wrong. And like, sometimes you need to go, all right, the law of averages here. Like if I do the majority of stuff, good, things are going to come right eventually. I just need to make sure it's the majority of good and not the majority of bad. Uh, and I feel like that's the that's what's going to swing it in the right direction. So yeah, man. I mean, look, we'll, we'll keep people updated on the podcast anyway as as the weeks tick on. But I mean, this week, look, the week is going to be what it's going to be. But you know, today has been good. Yesterday has been good. Tomorrow is going to be much the same. And we're just going to keep compounding that. And maybe if there's a few goals thrown in the next week, it might be good. But for the most part, it's just focusing on the next twenty four hours, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Make it much more simple than that. Boom. Anyway, guys, look, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. A uh, bit of a, a ranty one, uh, almost like a therapy session. Thank you, Brendan, for listening to my to my trauma and issues for the past few weeks. Much appreciated. Such an understanding, calm voice. Unexpected out of you. Uh, but look, uh, guys, I'll, look, do all, do... I'll do all my, just in case people wonder, I do all my criticism in private. It's like when, you know, <laughs> teachers give out to people in front of a class, they like to do it aside. Yeah, if, if you if you saw the text I got from Brendan the other day about fat chain, made me feel super bad, and he sent but it on my was, birthday that too. Motiv- that, that was a motivational text. <laughs> so hurtful, so hurtful. That was that, that, that was a that was a look at look at basically what I told people what, for people to give a bit of context of this is my chain was kind of briefly outlining his struggles in the last few weeks. I just said like, just imagine that like. That's Fat Chain talking, and you killed him. And like he can't come back. This is just a blip. So it was more, it was more helpful than uh, I want. Just just in case people think I don't text them, you know, like morning fatty or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that that was actually a tactic a few years ago, but we binned it off fairly fast. But uh, nah, man, I'm only taking this. <laughs> Look, guys, as always, thanks for tuning in. Um, any topics you want covered? I know some of you sent in some topics last week. We are going to get to those. Don't worry. They're just general topics. They don't need to be discussed, you know, straight off. They oh, will. I, do. I, I knew I meant to ask something. I interrupt you again now. Did anybody ask any questions about that rubber ass or whatever it was? No, not one person brought it up. Thank God for that. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I'm glad it's come up in yet another episode. Yeah. So anyone with questions about rubber asses, do let Brendan know. <laughs> subscribe share the podcast and look as i said look we have the topics you sent in the past few weeks they're going to be recorded over the next few weeks and look things will be a bit more consistent it's down to me really that things weren't but look um i'm gonna be honest it's just it's it's reason for for me and brendan to catch up and just have a bit of a laugh and look if you enjoyed along the way even better so as always thanks guys big long-winded goodbye we will see you soon it's long ball.